This is The Art Show by Teapotcast with your host, Milo H.G. Waters. Today I'm talking to Joe Mann and Essie Rivers about their music and collaboration, featuring samples from their latest tracks, links to which can be found in the description. So sit back, pop the kettle on, and enjoy the conversation. Hello, and welcome to the Teapotcast Art Show. Today, yeah. Today, I'm joined by very two two very special guests. <laughs> On my left, I have an arm. <laughs> I do indeed. My name but... is uh, Essie, and my stage name is Mester. And on my right, I have uh, you've got Joe Mann, aka Elfie Inc. in the How Wows. Fantastic. Bye, I, I, be. Bye, I, Ives. Top of the teapot. Loving it. And we are here in the beautiful Bristol studio again. Uh, returning guest over here on the right with Joe. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk music. Flash meet Essie. Yeah. In the guest On the scene. <laughs> yeah, we've got Mester on the scene in Bristol now. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. Coming from Exmouth. Hailing from Exmouth. Yeah. Coming yeah. like a hurricane. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about um, <laughs> where you've sort of come from, um, how you started making music yourselves, and then sort of like how how you guys got together. Um, shall we shall we start with the USC? Start with the fresh meat. Okay, right on the spot. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so what was the question again? Sorry. Tell us about. Tell us. Oh, let's 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 set the scene here. Let's okay. set the scene. Let's help yeah. us. Yeah. Recently, um, just to give, recently, what we've been recently working on, as in two days ago, we'll, send, we'll play a little clip in a bit, mm-hmm. um, is um, a new kind of cipher rap track. I made the backing track real quick. Five minutes, ten yeah, minutes. It suddenly just happened. It's one of those things. It was just the parts were there, and it's pretty nice. He it's released like, the genie in the bottle on that one. It's quite driving. And and um, Essie Mester brought um, a, uh, a a vocalist over who I'd never met before, a young chap. Joby. Joby. Really AKA talented guy. Ineffable MC. Exactly. Great name. Ineffable. Ineffable. Anyway, so he, he I had to look up what it meant. Actually. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> just to double check, just to double check, it's quite good. Um, and then he he dropped some kind of sick ass bars, basically. And mm. then we were having, and then I spent, and then Okello was like, "Whoa!" And he did like three things. <laughs> I, I we were like, "Hang on a it minute!" It was a world debut, right? <laughs> it's of, of him. Yeah, He's yeah. Never been recorded before, so who knows? He could be the next. Actually, crazy. Eminem. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heavens forbid. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying. Anyway, so he, yeah, he made he made me really like. like he put oh a God. rocket up yeah, on our asses, basically yeah, to write right. better. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and going back to the origin story, which is where we're, this is segueing to ultimately, is that um, uh, we were all talking about how old you were in in, in rap years. Oh, rap years. I realised that he was what like one. Well, he's in rapping so, rappy nappies, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's a newborn. He's a he's a rapping fetus. So, so just to clarify, this is like how many years you've been rapping for. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think it extends to any form of like in the biz. So if you've been in the music biz, if you've been doing, okay, you've been yeah, yeah. A poet. Yeah. Poet years, producer years, like yeah, yeah work. F- f- full out there, like admitting that you you like to do it. Or it I is. mean, if he's at this kind of level, at you know fetus rapping year level, I mean, I I can't imagine what he'll be like at rapping no, age twenty. Way. Like I was saying the other day, oh, okay, I, I, I prodigy. I, I fully admit I'm twenty. <laughs> we got scared. Yeah. As a twenty-one year old, as a twenty-one year old in rap years. Like you're talking to an eleven-year-old here. Yeah, I know. Well, it's hard. I'm just I know. Shit. To get a word and <laughs> no, I'm joking. 
<laughs> no, but I'm, I'm 21, so I'm full of ego. I'm just like landed straight on the scene. I'm fresh face, like out of uni, like ready to spit some some badass rude bars on the on, in the in, on the flow. But he's he's straight away here, but he hasn't had in my 21 years. I've I've just like swimming in the dark quite a long time, a lot of the time, mm. desperately trying to, you know, finding heroes like Charlie Tuna and Roots Maneuver and various people yeah. throughout the years. Loads. Yeah. The, the list is too long. To, to, to bother going into right now but, but essentially he's got everyone like the skills in the planet Earth yeah. right now are high so he's been born into just like the influences have been I'm uh, not saying okay. that he's I, got it easy I'm just no, saying but he's got I he's got he's more got it, to like he's got it if you don't you don't and that's the point yeah yeah, yeah it's know. true it's he's, he's definitely got it yeah, yeah. yeah he's anyway so, so you're 11 in rap years I'm 11 yeah. I'm just going into rap secondary school actually <laughs> <laughs> So, so I've what, done Masats. <laughs> Masats raps. So what was what was your like rap year one? Did you did you start rapping actually, or did you sort of come from anything else? Yeah. Like... So my very first, actually first two or three rap years, I was um, the resident MC for the drum and bass nights at Exeter Phoenix. Oh wow! Um, and I used to do lots of freshers parties and all of the you know the hype nights with all the little chavs like yeah. Uh, uh. And um, that was fun. Um, I remember one time being like really choked up on stage, and one of the things that a, a rapper had told me once um, said, um, he said that the only thing that you need is flow. It doesn't matter about your words. You can say mm. anything you want, and they'll and they'll mm. be like, yeah. And I got really choked up on stage, so I just started rapping the alphabet because I was like, shit. So I was like, A B C D E F G H I J K L on a beat. Like, yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm rapping the alphabet, mate. Interesting. Yeah. And but it worked. A really yeah. interesting parallel to what you're saying. Yeah. In my rap year one slash two, mm. I also was in Exeter. Okay, um, so that's a weird little crossover. Piece, a place called Timepiece. Yeah, I love Timepiece. There used to be a Sunday session in the crypt. In the there was a vaultsy thing that became a sex club, and then there was Timepiece. <laughs> and, um, and they did this wicked thing on a Sunday. Yes. And there was this amazing rap group, or a few really good vocalists in the West Country. One was called All Creatures. Right. And they they did like I'm too young in alphabet, rap years to know that alphabet <laughs> animal um, raps. So fast and wow. so hard. I saw him in Timepiece once. This is in year two of rap. Called Timepiece. That's a yeah. happening place. Well, it is was, it still, wasn't it? Well, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, times. it was quite a buzzing vibe for many years. A Snoop Dogg He was paper. rapping so hard that he vomited into his pint glass and, <laughs> and then carried on rapping. He finished it. Anyway, what, the, the pint of six? He, he vomited twice. <laughs> he, was, he was rapping so hard. Yeah. I was like, that is dedication. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so you, get, you just reminded me. We're both That's brilliant. West Country rap roots. Yeah, which is weird, actually, West that our paths rap kind rap of crossed. It's all very serendipitous, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that amazing. word. So, serendipitous. Yeah, so in terms of your paths path crossing, then, like, yeah, let's... How, how did this come about, like, this, this collaboration? You can blame so, Mike. I you? can blame Mike Freer for that one, actually. Mm. Um, actually, I think the first time I ever met Joe properly was at um, the farm in Werbergs when there was a night happening that Mike was putting on and you were in a really funky robotic torso suit and I was like, hey, I want to know that guy. <laughs> that was wicked night, actually. And, and then we just vibed straight away and then that's when I jumped on the mic and kind of just... We fell in Mike's love. Yeah, we fell in Mike's love. And, th and then, well, I, re I used to come up to this house, actually, that we're living in now 
and uh, record with Mike Freer um, Slamboree. He's from a band called Slamboree. They're basically a really great band. Yeah, really they, they're, they're, they're in the they're in the runnings to be kind of like known for, yeah, for all yeah. time. They've got they've had like BBC. They're really individual as well. They've really kind of you know they've really put on a good show. When you go and see them live, it's like whoa! Just went into <laughs> another dimension. Um, yeah, they're live shows. Fat bass lines, yeah. wicked um, MC woman. Yeah, yeah, no, they're fu- they're fucking yeah. amazing. So I used to come up here and do recording, and then um, me and Joe just met more and more through that, yeah. and then ever since we've just been vibey tribey, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And actually, fantastic. funnily enough, Joe's probably the only other rapper that I can sit and properly write bars. Yeah, with. I find it really hard. I have to sit in a room, and I always get embarrassed, like because mm. I couldn't free- couldn't freestyle before. Whereas now I'm starting to really learn how to freestyle on the spot because yeah. of because of it's Joe nice. here. Yeah, man, that's fantastic. That's nice to know. I mean, it, man, it's so hard. Freestyling's not. It's not actually. Yeah, it's a real that's state of mind thing. It's, and like mm. you said, it's about the flow thing. It, it's so. It is about how comfortable you are in the in the in the given moment, like in the in the in the space yeah you know, it's like whether you're whether you can access your inner dialogue without the filter of all of your woes worries thoughts coolness desires kind of getting in the way you know? absolutely yeah. i mean i you know i mean i learned how to talk on a on a beat on a rhythm just from uh doing shakespeare in theater like but freestyling just uh, that that My that just no. seems terrifying to I, me I've, I've been developing techniques um to help write via a form of freestyling good techniques and that is helping me in reverse actually freestyle better mm. so, so i'd like to share that at some point that technique absolutely really it's a really great technique actually cool. it was um this chat i mean after joby came up the other day and joe just came up to the room and within about 10 minutes he'd made this fucking fat beat <laughs> and we were all like okay this is like business time yeah man and um yeah, it just and then the next couple of days after R- Joby had done the rap and me and Joe kind of got a bit scared. We were like, "Who is this little rap infant showing <laughs> us up? We need to quickly write something now." I'd yeah. love to play you the whole thing, but it's six minutes long, and I think that's a bit long for a. It inspired yeah, I think me we to can write. drop a little clip in. Um, so tell you what, yeah, let's drop this clip in now, and then uh, we'll have a little chat about how this sort of came to be and mm. and what's happening. What's yeah, happening we'll now? We'll deconstruct the process for you. Cool. Absolutely. Something. Yeah. All right. Uh, Give so, us a whirl. Yeah. This is. I think this is going to be. Um, Cat noise. Meow. Meow. I think this is just <laughs> Mester's verse, but we'll just do Mester's verse and do a little bit of that, and I'll okay. kind of fade it out. And cool. inspired by by joe's writing i mean what actually happened was that joby did a rap and joe mm. was like shit i need yeah. to write a rap yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i gotta write my my verse on this and yeah. then i came into the room 
and I saw what Joe had written and I was like shit and there was the rocket again up my arse like a, like a rap rocket like, yeah. human centipede of rocket <laughs> arsing on that day I was like a human centipede of rocket <laughs> <laughs> can't just let that one slip no, <laughs> no. glad you didn't I needed to laugh for that yeah, actually no, <laughs> so tell me a bit about um, how th- how this Joby guy kind of came in and how, how that sort of changed things up for you guys. So I've known Joby my whole life. He's a really good friend of mine and went to school with him back in Exmouth in Devon. Um, and yeah, our mum's the best friends. He's a good guy. And he has sort of just written the odd verse here and there and just sort of wrapped it at parties. And I heard him one night and I was like, you've got to come and do some music, you know. And I wanted to bring him in on the journey because I mm. feel like the journey's been a really powerful one for music for a lot of people and he needed to be in on it so I basically managed to get him to come up and um, the rest is history he came up with his fully written songs and Joe heard them and was like shit whoa (laughs) yeah and one of them just happened to like slot really nicely over a kind of dub plate really nice syllable Um, dub plate I think is I just call it that is the name of a track you make in the hope that someone's going to rap over it or okay yeah like, and it's a dub plate generally is kind of open to have more than one vocalist on it so yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what i want to write tunes because i want them to have legs and i believe that more than one vocalist can bring more than one thing yeah to song. absolutely so yeah. I, I, I and a lot of and quite a lot of artists lock their tunes into into the vocalist and i'm sure that's kind of that's awesome that's fine but mm-hmm. i quite like that thought that someone else could like bring something completely new to the table like yeah. a whole new song and like lift mm. it up it's i think with all creative things it's uh you know it's being open to another creative mind having something to offer isn't yeah. it like and yeah. it can you know it can take it in a totally unexpected direction but that like can a, be you know exactly what you want like like a like a deep layer of rappy musical onion yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna Excellent. make your eyes water <laughs> So, okay, so, yeah, you're working with this Joby guy. Like, what what kind of, uh, I mean, what kind of vibe is it? What kind of thing are you going for? Just really, like, break this music down for He's me. He's really like, hip-hop. He's really yeah. classic, like, old-school fucking mm. hip-hop, I would say. Um, but he his voice is also versatile. I mean, me and Joe, I definitely think we've, we're into so many different types of music and we're both yeah. really high-energy, high-excitement, so when we kind of get together we're bouncing off the walls like let's just do garage fuck it let's go to hip-hop oh my god let's just do a I rock to think though if we take the reason why we take on a genre or or really draw on specific genres for specific songs is because we want to do a good example of that genre or yeah. the, the, mm. the feel of the song is saying that needs to be that genre so it's like do it hard or you know yeah. go home so does that yeah. kind of start with the lyrics then and then the lyrics you find a genre that kind of matches no, or or is it just like the feel of the song before there's the, even written think, anything down to be honest for, for me anyway I don't know about about Joey over here but I think when I hear a beat that inspires me that naturally gives me the rhythm of what what type oh, of rap yeah. I'm going to write sometimes I'll write something mm. say on the train or something and it'll be right I'm really like passionate about this subject so I'll just start vibing acapella lyrics and then mm. it will go to something but usually I like listening to the beat first and then getting in a loop and vibing mm. a lot of times it will be an inspiring vocalist mm. um, or it's a certain a hook rocket arse situation mm. really yeah. centipede <laughs> human, yeah, human a, centipede a lot of inspiration comes rocket. from a combination of love <laughs> jealousy <laughs> yeah. and 
and the desire to like impress I, th- it's, I guess it's all of the whole thing is like a long term therapeutic process that you don't realise mm. you're in until you're far down quite far into it yeah but I guess that's the well it's, it's about art, finding it? your passions and and you know discovering how you express yourself isn't it and from yeah. that through that I think yeah you do learn so much about yourself and mm. like you say that is all all creative expression um, yeah, so I mean, what's like, what's coming next? Are you guys gonna sort of like throw an album oh. together, or is it just I've, gonna be tracks coming I'm out? I'm scared for what's coming next after this. We're in a really good position. Track. Mm. And, you know, in this house, it is we are blessed, and I'm yeah. really, really grateful that we've managed to manifest this. Too blessed to be stressed because we're in the manifest. Yeah, <laughs> manifest this yeah. um, reality um, to be able to have people to come and guest on tracks and and i think that is where we're going is creating an amazing live show mm. basically in my mind i'm saying for 2022 mm. okay um festival season yeah 2022 and get an amazing yeah Collective. amazing act to get with a minute with the songs have been so prolific this year and there's been about 60 tracks come out of the or, or, more, or come out of the house yeah this year and yeah. they're not like they're not they're not released not, not really released <laughs> yeah so out of those 60 there's probably about four or five which i think have legs to yeah. be live and then we'll just keep on feeding the catalog until we've got like songs that communicate with each other songs yeah. that are that we all dig with that are yeah. that have mantras in that we resonate them with rap babies yeah and, and, <laughs> and we work out hooks and mantras and lines and create a collective yeah. create a tribe i think i even mentioned it in those lyrics yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh, um, the lyrics that I was forced to write by by ineffable mm. Just all sort of about <laughs> the accidental rap battle yeah there's a yeah. bit says, there's oh a, okay there's a bit at the end of his bard basically that says and I and it was only until afterwards and I picked it up because I was just caught Should up. Should we in share the a little bit of his bar? Yeah, because he was yeah. he's like you're toothless, ruthless, ruthless something, something and weak. Weak. <laughs> and I was like, um, I was like, it's listening. girls, man. <laughs> I was listening. To you're them, what? And it was just funny. <laughs> as well. um, I'll, I'll show you. Try and show you a little clip of that. Um, how am I gonna? I know roughly where it is, but please excuse the fact it's just gonna drop quite loudly into him vibing. Yeah, no problem. But I'm just going to go at roughly the one minute. Let's have about 40, 30 seconds of him. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. So I'll start it there. Snatch a life from you like an old lady's purse. Gonna put a spell on you, leave you living with a curse. Now the time has come for my lyrical inspection. Cannot hide a thing from my miracle detection. Pain in your neck like a throat infection. No matter the person, win with a landslide election. Send you to the morgue, it's your only direction. Answer for your veins, call me lethal injection. Must be hard to deal with the rejection. When you look back on your life, it's nothing but perfection. The only thing I spit is my perfection. Just my beat, my golden lyrical selection. I guess what I'm saying, the shit that I'm spraying is for people laying and praying while others be paying because I'm out win. And I'm out doing, I'm just here to ruin. I never hear booing, only hear wooing. What I say is true, and I know what I'm doing. Cannot be destroyed if I'm deployed. Turn them down, they won't get my crown. I'm not around day after day. Cause I'm here to stay, stone of a front, I'm a ruthless. Come when I'm on the crucial hunt. You're useless, toothless, truthless, and weak. You're like truthless and weak. I love it, man. I love it. So it's kind of at the minute then all about sort of expanding this this collective, this tribe, sort of yeah. out from this house where it's a people's paths. good base. Yeah. I'm not trying to be some weird. I, I've just given up on trying to make. I I, I know how to make capitalize and make money in life, and that's mm. that's missions. But this is now like important to help 
us all support each yeah. other creating things. It's just important to do it. Yeah. I think collectives and tri tri musical tribal collectives mm. has got to be the way, really. Yeah, yeah totally. man. And I think for your for you right now, like you've got such a strong base here that you can, you know, really bring people in and help them get up and this, that, the really other. Um, yeah. So I mean, are, are you open to kind of, uh, you know, just just sort of random cold calls or emails, just sort of like you know, from people who are interested in in getting involved? I will record anyone for free for any project. Well, at the moment, for the next eight to nine months, I offer that. Um, if I'm free and available and can do it, I'll do it because um, I want. I need. I'm, I, I've only been like strongly learning the Ableton te software for like a year and a half now, and I've, I've had many years of different production software. But since I've learnt this, and I really feel like I've just got another like up to a year of of, of learning production mm. before I'm ready to fully go out. And so, yeah, for that yeah. reason, I need all the projects I can get. I need different languages, I need different frequencies, I need to do like tech Ooh. recording outside. I need to Talking do of different languages, that was mm. another thing I mm. wanted to mention, my track that I've done with uh, Jack. Oh yeah, London. that Maltese track is, um, I'm speaking for you, but in your rap years, you've got blooming Maltese rap years in your yeah, rap years. Yeah, Ooh. so I've actually, so my uh, family is part Maltese, so I've recently tried something a little bit different, which is rapping in rapping in Maltese. Hey, you could totally acapella rise right now, couldn't you? So yeah, so yeah. I've got a um so this is actually this has come from it's it's almost like a bit of a family heritage of mine <clears throat> because there was this um rap I say rap. There was a lullaby <laughs> that my nan used to sing to all of us as children and it used oh, to right. go Pizzi Pizzi Cano de Loronda Santana Santana del Marina you get the you yeah, get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided on in a bit of my rap I wanted to after saying some other stuff in Maltese I wanted to just go, you know what, let's dedicate this to to my lovely, beautiful late nan. Um and so I rapped it. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, um it says um Titkelem Felinjwa Matarna, Titkelem Felinjwa Matarna, Umeta Notsakanana, Taihe Kantalili, which bit pretty much means um, I'm speaking mother tongue, I'm speaking mother tongue, and this is a little song that my nan sang to me, and then I'm like, Pitsi Pitsi Kano, Tilorunta Santana, Santana Tal Marina, Adi Pitsi Pellegrina, Mala Tal Fita, Bandira Tal Hari, Noli Kanoli, and Sara Adesi. Boom. And that's kind of like my little take on injecting my family heritage into my music which i haven't actually mm. ever done before oh that's fantastic so i'm excited yeah. about that yeah a little trip back to your roots there you go i love it yeah i'm loving that i love that track as well it's wicked cool oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah record some vocals here and things and, and we've, i've had mm. some speaking of that i've had a diverse array of musicians come through this year already like um i could just play go for it Bit of violin, about that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Jake. Jake, he was amazing. This tune's really exciting. Yeah. He came and I'm did some live it, violin. It was yeah. really beautiful. Just give you a little. Oh, what's gonna happen? Riva. <laughs> tell you, but it's just a little. Ah, thing. yeah. And then, um, and then <laughs> there was this guy from Australia who came and played a really kind of intense piano thing, which is like this. Oh, that's beautiful. So it's not all like hip hop, mm. you know. I mean, it's all hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, there's nice so much versatility there, like so much variety. It's great. Do you, Do you guys have like a sort of preferred 
genre or instrument or I'm a bit of a musical yeah. slag really I'll just take anything <laughs> that comes my way <laughs> yeah well, that's a way to be I'm up for throwing myself at all sorts of interesting projects to be absolutely honest yeah, yeah I don't not? like to st- I don't like to um, sort of stick myself to one particular genre because I'm such I like so many different types of music I mean I'll go from listening to like Rage Against the Machine Avenged mm. Sevenfold to fucking George Michael like in one sitting yeah. so which none of them obviously i you know is my type of genre to rap to but <laughs> i like doing lots of different types of music I, yeah. I i often steer i always have an edge of politicisms i guess in everything that i'm doing but then that's just part of life and it's part of yeah thing. i get not politic cool but just observations it's like my one place i can slip in mm-hmm. yeah cheeky observations and metaphor and 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 the power of rhyme is just like a really good place to be able to like encapsulate your yeah i don't know like your feelings well, i guess yeah man. i mean it sort of helps to to clarify your own world view doesn't it and it's like you know taking not just not just like what's inside you but also what you're seeing in the world around you into it like really cool I was cool. Um, really excited to get involved in a little track for Extinction Rebellion which um, a good oh, friend yeah. of mine uh, Charlie Sturzaker Sturz oh, okay. um, the drummer from Slambury actually made and we went up to Wales and um, a really brilliant um, amazing makeup artist called Elvis uh, Shmulanenioff if I've pronounced her name right Shmulanenioff <laughs> um, did the amazing makeup for me filmed it in a cave with some really cool background oh, wow. uh, have we got a little clip of it just yeah, to show yeah, you um, the just, bullet holes it's called bullet holes political rap yeah. that I wrote um, Charlie cool. came round I think it was last year sometime before all of this madness started mm. and um, <clears throat> in this house again this house seems like yeah. a real sort of heart for music well yeah we did it down oh. in, um, in, the in, in the games room in the snooker room oh, wow. and yeah. Um, yeah so we did that and that was a bit more of like a political rap yeah. we did don't be a dick yeah, yeah, we did that on live at Boomtown. Yeah, this oh, is a, the wow. days of playing festivals. I, know. Yeah. I wrote this song. Um, this is how to get. This is a cheeky how to Learned get that into. In an hour. If you want to go to Glastonbury Festival, and mm. you want to get a ticket into Glastonbury, and you're like, how am I going to get one? Find out what their theme is. For the, if this is if Glastonbury Festival. Let's just imagine Glastonbury's hypothetically. Happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, or any gig ever. Yeah. Just get involved, man. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> yeah. what you do is you find out what their theme is. Yeah. And then you write them a really cool song. And their okay. theme is nearly always p- pick up your rubbish and don't be a dick. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so we wrote a theme. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was going to fly with we every festival. Yeah. I think Surely. we had a gig. To be fair, we had a gig at Glastonbury anyway. We we already were acting in mm. the Shy TV area of Shangri La. Okay. And we had a great time doing um, green room 
glory tune jams. <laughs> so like the person would come into the space and then you would, um, me and Laurie would have a little beat thing and we, we would make a song, a welcome song for anyone. So they'd get us like, give us some, any facts about you, what anything, right, what were you wearing? That's boom, boom, boom. amazing. And then we'd do this like, I can't even go there. <laughs> it's, too it's too hard to explain, but we'd do like a, a beatbox kind of two person barbershop quartet strange I love that. duo song man Laurie's great anyway for, very cool. so we love you Laurie we were doing that and we also <laughs> made this comedy song for Shy TV called Don't Be a Dick and we were Chad and Styles from the 90s and so we've got a version of that tune which is ridiculous there's a music video for it and it's on yeah, out there but then we, SE came along and then she did another most this is one of the reasons why we know each other actually oh actually this was one this was the turning point wasn't mm. it because you sent me the track saying can you possibly learn this and send it back within an hour mm. oh no, no it wasn't no, no. you didn't say within an hour you said it within a, a couple of days or a week <laughs> but what happened was i did it and sent it back with an hour it within an hour and wow. then they were like what the fuck yeah, yeah <laughs> so, that was awesome yeah so let's take it back a bit like through your kind of your rap years for each of you like have, have there been any sort of like real highlights i mean you know it sounds like you've been to various festivals and things like that is there anything that really just stands out to you like mm. really top times mm. it's hard because um i think it, there's so many times mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking about like what what Season maybe what i could rap. say to the answer to answer that question succinctly is to say that glowing gorgeous amazing feeling that you get on a stage with four or five thousand people lights vibes mm. and you're 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 there Adrenaline. on the mic and it's working or you're doing whatever you're doing that is a highlight and whenever that has happened yeah in any sh even if it's five people in a vibey room to thousand people in a body body space that feeling is basically identical so it's and so there's been multiple times that i suppose it's like a kind of drug graph of yeah. good <laughs> joe did show me something really cool last mm. night actually that i was really really enjoying watching uh, which you'd never know about him because he's so sort of modest and nonchalant but he just randomly showed me this cool little live um, underground jam that he did with Ed Sheeran back in the day and I was oh. like oh what you kept that quiet you kept the dark <laughs> no to be honest I was looking we were having a little oh, reminisce oh it was so cool mm. I was doing Rap Year's backstory Good with Essie on, on <laughs> the internet you know when you're like oh this is what we did back in the day kind of ninjas you don't really want to take everyone through that journey only special people because it's oh, just a bit weird, special? isn't it? Oh. Yeah, special. Yeah. Oh, never take. I'm like, hey, would you like to come and watch through some of the twenty-minute long, yeah, kind of, kind of slightly jam shaky, shaky film? It's like, no, it's shaky good. jam the riff, cam. I'm telling you, that riff is good. Okay, I can play you time. I get weirdly overexcited about this kind of stuff, though, so it, yeah. I'm probably the right audience to so, try show and set, it. Yeah. set the scene. So Norwich has its own fringe festival. Um, and Amy Rag, who runs the soapbox, she, I think she asked me to put on or we colluded and I, I managed to get for the festival and then going forward mm. um, access to this Bedford's crypt downstairs. Yeah. It's beneath the wine cellar in the middle of Norwich. And so this is a night called Lipstick 101. Um, and this happens to be with Ed Sheeran, me and DPF and various people. And this is all because I'm just freestyling. So I've, just to play a little silly yeah, yeah. bit, you have to just understand that it's shaky in a shaky crypt jam cam from yeah. like 2009. <laughs> okay, yeah. So. <laughs> 
let's not get too yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's mega cool. Right? <laughs> Old little underground thing from back in the day. If it was a name drop competition, the highlights <laughs> would be ridiculous because I've already told you about working in film and then also working in all the major festivals in mm. the UK and also working as a roadie so being on tour I was on tour yeah. with the Prodigy I, wor- I went on Spice wow. Girls yeah I worked on the Spice what? Girls gigs I've done Tubular Bells and like major stuff I worked with Shirley Bassey met Prince met Bjork met Madonna yeah crackers met man them. absolute crackers met, fully met with yeah. Madonna so um, for, for sort of like people who are listening <laughs> who are but they were, they were like name drop highlights, but that's not for me. Like actually featured highlight. No. Featured highlight would be like a gig on like like Secret Garden Party I and, went there. at the Valley of the Antiques, and there was this jam session. What year did you go? Many years, all I the years. <laughs> I wonder if we were there the same year. Yeah, we would have been. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. Was it two thousand and eleven? Two thousand and twelve? Yeah, I was there. Oh. I was definitely there. Yeah, I built a stage. Nice. A stage My cousin played there. Oh, yeah. Jake Pike, yeah. Oh, yeah? Is that your cousin? Yeah. Jake oh. and Jazz and the Pikes. Well, Lynn Pike's my auntie. Oh. Jasmine oh. and Jake, cousins. So, yeah. for all these little... Uh... Name drop. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah basically, mega jams. <laughs> yeah, mega, mega jams. jams. Like, I, I get it. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah. this jam at the Antic, the Antic Banquet. Mm. And they had this one-off gig, and they ended up having their own area at Secret Garden Party. And they had this amazing little mini festival for about two, 300 people. And it was like Beardy Man and Jamie Woon, Love Nick Mulvey, mm. and just all of those really one-taste collective nice. crew. And, and, and that was just such a good gig. I just can't even... That's a highlight. Sometimes yeah. it's the really underground ones, though, just, that no mm. one knows about that are the best ones. I was like, just a spectator at that gig, but I just felt it was just one of the best things I've ever spectated. Yeah, man. So <laughs> for all these all these little rap babies and little music babies who little are... Rap bubbers. Yeah. Who are... Feeding off the bitty. <laughs> little toddlers. bitty of the yeah. rappy. All, yeah. So for, for all these, like, <laughs> fresh little up-and-comers who are wanting to... <laughs> suckle on the rap teat. Yeah, suckle on the rap teat indeed. Um, like, we got the formula. Yeah, I mean, do you have sort of any, any, uh, any advice, any tips for sort of getting somewhere? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, like that that clip you played of Ed Sheeran, you said that was at a, a fringe festival, didn't you? Mm. I think they're great because there's there's virtually no barrier to entry um, at most of them in there. Like, you know, you can pretty Absolutely. much get straight in if you can, you know, sort your shit out kind of thing. Like. Um, so do you think like that's a good place to start? Is there anything else? Any other sort of bits you can drop in there? Well, it's, it's, do you know what? I, mm. I had a load of advice last year. Mm. Um, I would currently say my advice levels have actually changed. It's an interesting question. Yeah. Well, it's such a strange time right now. It's sort of a lot of old conventional wisdom is kind of out the window, isn't it? Yeah. My advice would be if you like writing lyrics and you or you are a musician of some kind and you enjoy it and you want to pursue it don't hold back don't just sit on your lyrics and not do anything with it like come and find a place to record or put yourself out there go to jam nights just because Mm. it's it's important to like live your passion because it you know it's what keeps us going it's what energizes us and recharges our yeah souls you know sorry to sound like a hippie no, but absolutely. i am one yeah <laughs> i'm not ashamed um mm. <laughs> but it's true and i mean just like with joby i mean he's been writing 
a couple of lyrics, he's done them to a few of his friends at parties. Sometimes it takes a person to notice it and go, right, come with yeah. me, come and do this, and then that happens, mm. that gold. You, you do have to keep practising. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I would love to drop Ed Sheeran as a perfect example of how to actually make it if you wanted. Right, this is what he did. I know, because I was there. <laughs> he did, um, the year that we met, um, we did this Battle of the Bands, and my band were the hot favourite to win. Cause, but, Kilimanjambo. But, yeah, Kilimanjambo, but the, but, and the audience favourite, but ultimately, and I completely understand why the judges chose Ed to win, is because he's marketable, he's one person with seven mm. people who, you can never, it, just the money, just look at the money. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so he was totally there, and we, we became, he was like, it felt bad that he'd won because he, he knew that there was booing and stuff at the time because people were like, no, <laughs> oh, no. Bored. But I was like, no, wow. yeah, don't worry, man, it's fine. And so we ended up hanging out. And he, so this that year, he did, um, after that gig, hmm. he then did 365, seven, eight, something gigs. In a row. Year, in a row. Yeah. Um, one after the other, every single day. He sofa surfed, just missioned, did it wherever he could. Yeah. And that is the foundation of how to make it yeah. you have to live and breathe the thing that you are doing and yeah. like Ocean Wisdom says in um, one of his wicked raps that he makes his life a living library and, and, and so he writes everything right, 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 right every day just yeah. right, 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 yeah. of course have a dictaphone constantly be, don't, and, you know, and, and, and don't and use the artist's way but not in the most annoying part mm. because the best part of what you'd learn if you do the artist's way or read it is to do daily minutes and that means splurge every morning when you wake up. Just splurge. And also mm. just splurge to... splurge your mind. And, don't, and then you hold that for a while. You don't look at it. And then you can look at it like two months later. And then you start to understand yourself through your reverse splurging. Yeah. And also to, to keep yourself in amongst that as well. And I think one thing I really respect Ed, Ed for in particular. I mean, I don't know the guy, but I can see from, from him and from the way he is and the way he projects himself that he hasn't lost himself mm. he you know he is what he is and yeah. and like that's, that's the thing he's a grounded guy mm. by the looks of it you know yeah keep your roots basically yeah. Always keep what I mean your roots. Is his uncles his the Sheerans his Laura Sheeran is also an Irish singer she's famous already she was already known before he was I think well cracker there's other Sheerans yeah from a singer songwriting family yeah. some Irish clinks and yeah. So I think it's hold your roots and and like no gig is too small, right? Like yeah. because you you never know like you know who's there, exactly. you know Absolutely. where it's going to lead. Um, yeah. The network extends. Hmm. That's actually something we were talking about today. Is that um, the difference between? Um, well, you know, like networking these days is is, mm. is different. Um, yeah, and and the chance to actually meet anyone is should be an opportunity. You should everything should be an opportunity, basically. Yeah, I think networking as well is something that it has this kind of like mystical aura about. Like mm. it's sort of like you know everybody says you need to network, 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 but it's mm. sort of like what what are the nuts and bolts of What's that? What's meant for you will always come to you, basically. Mm. And like you know, yeah, you do have to put in a bit of legwork, but. You know, sometimes it's just about being in the right place at the right time, and you're not even yeah. knowing that you're going to be in that right place until some opportunity comes your way, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, okay, that's cool. Like, mm. I'll go for that." Yeah, just going with the flow. Yeah, man, and being happy to talk to people, I think, as well. Like, and being happy to meet new people, and and really, you know, mm. that's putting yourself out there, isn't it? Yeah, just yeah, communicating. Random chicken mm. noise interlude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like learn to be good, man. <laughs> Learn to be good. I like it. <laughs> Try and be good at it. 
and also to it's always like <laughs> nice to even if you think you're at a level where you're okay I'm, I'm all right now I can do this you, you always want to be open to learning mm. like I mean I wasn't even writing in syllables before the mm. for the other day I just I didn't really know I had it in me to do that until I was inspired by Joe writing and again with the rocket ass centipede human centipede that forced us all into writing to our best abilities I wonder who some of the oldest in rap years are on the planet like pretty much guess well no they're much older than because there's there's got to be people from like cool and the gang oh so god like, yeah public enemy i mean flavor flav and i know he's not quite <laughs> he's been like kicked out i don't know everyone was like oh no, flav, no we liked his clock necklace though he was yeah. he was rocking it he's a character <laughs> i love public enemy in mm. fact saying that that was one of the first raps that I ever learned oh, off by question. heart. It was Bring the Noise by Public Enemy. Oh, and yeah. that is what I used to do at jam nights to be able to practice my um, speed. Yeah. So it'd be like, bass, how low can you go? Death row, what above and once again, black is the incredible, the rhyme animal, the incredible D, Public Enemy number one, five will say freeze, and I got numb. Kind of term that I really never had a gun, but it's the West the Terminator X one. Because they got oh, me in a yeah. circle because they, you know them. Yes, I smoke shit so, straight on the road. So that was it. Well, the plug on watch to approach it. Yeah. Motion and get sway like the ocean. The herb is more than just a powerful potion. Most of the motion, yo. I'm not joking around. People learn about what they're smoking. My elbows on that. When I roast the quail, yo, tell Bill Clinton to go and inhale. Yeah. Uh, Cypress like Hill. Best. Yeah, that was one. Cypress Hill and Snoop Dogg, I think. And fucking Vanilla Ice. Yeah. And Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah man would you say that's where a lot of your influence comes from then that that proper old school hip hop yeah yeah yeah. I, mean, yeah I think all kinds of music really I mean, yeah I was really badly bullied um, and mm. a horrible time and mm. festivals saved my life and the and a few key individuals introduced me some key music and that was basically the prodigy Cypress Hill yeah uh, and that just led on to true thoughts and and a lot of acid jazzy kind of stuff and then a lot of drum and bass obviously because it's yeah. you know, quite a UK thing but yeah and th that period of time 90s the 97 period yeah. and massive attack on Portishead and all of the grunge and yeah. the rock mm. that really strongly Cranberries. influences virtually everything that I do actually to be honest yeah I was brought up on punk to be honest like my yeah. stepdad was in a, a band called the Pavlov Dogs who were quite big back in the day um, and yeah, I just was brought up on like the Sex Pistols and people mm. like that, mm. but but all kinds really. And yeah. David Bowie as well. My, oh yeah, my <laughs> dad loved David Bowie, all sorts. I used to beatbox the Jungle, the classic Amen or Apache Break, mm. or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, uh, no, it wasn't that one. It was. I remember when I was about six or five mm. or six, and I've got on my tape recording, and that beat did not exist. At that point, <laughs> I think when I was making beats no, from real age done. six. No, because it, it was the Winston's made the Amen break. And mm. the, do you remember? Did we do the? We we had a little talk about this like off the podcast. I think yeah. Do you know what? Like just take us through that whole um, the Amen break. Yeah, yeah. All of this. Okay. Right. So the Amen break is deep for me because that was the break ish. It was within those realms that I used to beatbox before it came out. So when, as Jungle and Drum and Bass started to come out, it was like a group manifestation of a rhythm that I needed. Mm. I <laughs> 
<laughs> I want it. That's yeah. bit. And so the, 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 the Amen and the Apache and various key breaks are basically the cornerstones of all modern um, dance and, and urban music and adverts and not all, but it's, it's present in yeah. huge amounts of it and is part of the construct of some of our most famous tracks that we know of yeah. that are in the pop world. And it yeah. came from a small excerpt from a 69, was it record? <laughs> 1969, the Winston 68, something like that, I think it was, or was it something like that. Um, and they did a track called Amen Brother, and mm. the in the middle, and it was a B-side, um, mm. and in the middle of it, there's this break, drum break, which is the Amen break, which is, mm, not gonna play that in there. I've got <laughs> lots of Amens, but I'm scared of, um, if I press that, it will ruin the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, if I just put the Amen break, I'm sure it will just, lovely, just, it's just gonna give us one the history of the Amen break. An hour of the Amen break, let's just press play on that and see what it Oh, it's got no, um, it's not the full break, but whatever, that break. Yeah, that yeah, break. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's present, it's warped, slowed down, sped up, made into mm. jungle, yeah. cut, cacked up, made into virtually all the beats that we, yeah. we listen to. Um, really, it kind of sounds to me like almost like the the rhythmic equivalent of the four chords. Is that kind of a, a way of thinking about it? Absolutely, yeah. Why yeah. Not? Why not? Alrighty. It's very interesting. I can't get my head. I can't quite get my head around whether it's the the top because you can cut it up into so many ways and it works on so many different orders of the same break. And yet, and if you take away like the snares and you take away the you break the break up into different yeah. sections. It sounds pretty shit, um, okay. and it's the combination of them. It's just a really amazing for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like the four chords. Yeah. I suppose it is like the, the kind of it's a kind of given to us. Yeah. Just for some reason. And it, it, had just... to be, it had to be called the Amen break, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen <from> heaven. <laughs> and that original Amen break out. Um, um, in fact, if, you, if if anyone's interested in the documentary, you can just look up the history of the Amen break mm. on. Um, on YouTube, yeah, man. We can have it on and the is this the original song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Just have it on in the background, we'll chat for a bit. Yeah, man. See if you can tell oh. us when the Amen break happens. The actual break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, my musical is pretty, pretty full of wax, so I'll, I'll see if I can do it. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna actually skip it. It's worth it. Here we go. Oh, not that one. It really sounds like the opening intro for like, I don't know, Antiques Roadshow or DIY SOS or one of the daytime telly shows. Where's the point? Oh, yeah. Antiques Roadshow with David Dickinson. No, it's more like The Price is Right. Here we go. Hey. And in the blue corner, you could win a state-of-the-art microwave. Yeah, that's the one. That's the original Winston's. Wow. Winston's with Amen Brother. Yeah, Classic. man. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Warpage. Yeah. Warptastic, Warpify. I make I make um, crazy Amen-based mm. mega tunes. I made one the other day. It's really, really, really heavy. I don't think a podcast on this planet can handle <laughs> it, but 
Yeah, man. Um, should we do a well, little clip anyway? To... Go on, give us a wee little <laughs> clip while we're here. I'm loving the music clips. Yeah, man, I it's think it's just great. Island, well, it's just, no, just desert. No, just discs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disc dwellers. Where the blinking Captain Snake is that? That's so strange. <laughs> um, I'll find it in a second. Yeah. Well, we are coming up to time, so uh, okay. yeah, we'll we'll kind of start wrapping up with that as well. Um, oh, pardon the pun. Oh, <laughs> up. we could just direct people to the page, Joe, and they can. Oh, listen. here we go. Look, um, so um, yeah, we can, but you've got to hear a little bit of jungle. Go on, let's drop we, it in. Drop it into the ending, maybe. Oh yeah, we will. Right, I just I just want to show you because I'm selfish. Right. <laughs> right. Change. Let's skip through. You can hear these tunes on Elfie Inc. SoundCloud, and you can catch Mester on your own Mester SoundCloud. Yeah, Mister Mester SoundCloud and YouTube as well. Also check out uh, Slambery if you haven't already. Great band and Wildebeest as well. Jack Starfield, London, Wicked, Wicked musicians. Yeah, this is what I've done with the Amen. Man, well, that is fantastic. On that, note. <laughs> On that note, indeed, um, it has been fantastic talking to you guys. Aww, um, really Milo. great, just having this great energy coming out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry if I waffled on a bit. About not it, at all, we mate. We usually it waffle been very like this well for ten hours yeah, straight, like yeah. locked in a room. It's dangerous with the waffling that goes on. Hey, that's enjoy. what we're all about here. So um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And uh, links to all of these tracks and things will be in the description. Ooh. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of The Art Show by T-Podcast. Between work commitments and the second lockdown, the last couple of weeks have been a difficult time for the podcast, but we're on set for more quality content. So in the meantime, take care and take it easy. <laughs>